2: The Michael Reid Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie
1: We are significantly tightening key restrictions for the next three and a half weeks to September the 13th. Because the spread of the virus is increasing across a wide range of settings, these restrictions will impact on most of us. It is advised that all businesses should continue to facilitate remote working where possible. All visits to homes will be limited to six people from outside the home and from no more than three households, both indoors and outdoors. Outdoor gatherings will be limited to 15 people. Restaurants and cafes, including pubs operating as restaurants, can remain open, but with mandatory restrictions on closing times of 11.30 p.m. Sports events and matches will revert to behind closed doors, with strict avoidance of social gatherings before and after events. Indoor and outdoor training should follow the 6 indoor and 15 outdoor guidance. Public transport should be avoided where possible. In the context of private transport, the wearing of face masks is advised where households are mixed. All state bodies with responsibility for monitoring, inspection and compliance will intensify activities on an integrated basis. For over-70s uh, and those who are most vulnerable will be asked, their over 70s will be asked to exercise their individual judgment uh, to limit their interactions to a small network for short periods, to avoid public transport where possible and to shop during designated hours. The Ministers for Health and Justice, uh, along with the Attorney General, are considering the introduction of legislation to give additional powers to the Gardaí and agencies to enforce public health measures.
2: Hello, good morning and welcome to the Michael Reid Show. This is Ken Murray sitting in for Michael Reid this week and next week. You just heard the voice there of Antishuk Mihal Martin speaking at a press conference yesterday where the government announced, if you like, a reversal of the various phases uh, that saw us hopefully get out of uh, the COVID-19 lockdown scenario. But the signs are that things are moving backwards instead of forwards. We had 200 cases announced on Saturday, 190 cases announced yesterday, and for some, there's a sense of confusion this morning. Now I should point out before I speak to my next guest uh, that we've put in a number of calls this morning to Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael to put up spokespersons uh, to, if you like, give their version of the announcements uh, made yesterday. So far nobody from Fianna Fáil or Fine Gael has come back to us. We will be speaking to uh, Fianna Fáil TD for The East, Thomas Byrne, at around uh, 10 o'clock. So for the moment I'm joined by Louise O'Reilly, Sinn Féin spokesperson on Enterprise trade and employment a former health spokesperson with the party and is a member of the cabinet committee dealing with uh, the spread of covid19 so then louise uh, the t announced yesterday that if you like a series of lockdown measures are to be reinforced to prevent the spread of the virus i presume you would accept that the government has taken the right approach
0: well, I think when the messaging is clear, uh, people will follow it. And I think we've seen that. When the message is very clear, people will follow it. The other thing we know is that people want to do the right thing. Uh, but there are some inherent contradictions in what antisha announced yesterday. And I think that's clear for anyone opening a newspaper, listening to the radio, or even just having a chat with the, with the, at a social distance with their neighbours. Uh, so we know that, uh, that that some of the measures are in some in some respects contradictory and I think that's very unfortunate because what happens when the message is contradictory is people find it hard to follow it. So for example, um, you know, we're being told to avoid public transport where possible and, and I get that and I completely understand that and work from home etc. However, we're also being told that children going to school in uh, just over a week's time are okay to travel on, on public transport, are okay to travel on buses and don't need to observe uh, the two metre or one metre rules. So there is an inherent contradiction in that. I know that uh, that the GAA and other sporting organisations are scratching their heads over the attendance that matches for a very limited number uh, of, of supporters because you're talking about, say, in the case of Croke Park, you're talking about a stadium that seats 80,000 people that would have no more than 200 people to include the players and the teams. That's now gone back, so it'll just be, uh, it'll just be the players now and their teams, there will be no spectators. So I think... That's very confusing as well because that's an outdoor uh, that's an outdoor venue. So I know the uh, the advice that they have given. I understand the reason for it, but there was an awful lot, Kent, that was absent from what Antichok said yesterday. For example we know that there is an issue in meat factories. We know that uh, Sinn Féin has been shouting about this uh, for the last couple of months, and indeed other parties are now uh, realising that it is an issue. But the government know that it's an issue, and yet we heard absolutely nothing about specific targets for uh, for workers and specific protections for workers. So antisha got right down into the detail in the relation to, you know, six visitors, no more than three houses. He was very, very, uh, you know, precise in terms of the detail on that but there was no detail for uh, around direct provision there was no detail around uh, meat factories no indication that we're going to use the 15,000 tests that uh, that the government keeps saying they can do every day no indication that that's going to be done so I would like to have heard more in relation to test, trace and isolate and how that's going to be done because that is the best method that we have for controlling the, the spread of the virus and as we open up the economy and the economy is opening up kids are going to be going back to school, we need that test, trace and isolate and yet that was completely absent from uh, from the speech he delivered yesterday and I think that's very very unfortunate, because as I've said people want to follow the rules, that's what I'm hearing uh, from them, I know myself I want to follow the rules, but in order for that to happen the rules need to be absolutely crystal clear and I don't think that they were yesterday when Antishoek made the announcement
2: Okay, but do you accept that the announcements made yesterday by uh, Antishoek Mihal Martin uh, were driven by the advice from the National Public Health Emergency Team and let's be honest, they're the scientists they know best
0: They didn't take every recommendation uh, that the National Public Health Emergency Team made. Uh, We know that. Um, So I understand they considered the advice, but the job of the government is to listen to the advice and then provide the leadership. And I think that there is leadership lacking in the area of the return to schools. I think individual teachers and principals are doing a fantastic job. I know uh, in my own town here in Gary's, that they've been working away for the, last, uh, for the last couple of weeks on this. I know from talking to school principals that they are working away, but they will tell you that uh, the guidance came very late. So they were, they were trying to do their very best, but the guidance came very, very late to them. So we know that the economy is going to, uh, is going to open up and we know that uh, we're going to have to be able to control the virus and I think the advice that was given by Nessert wasn't followed to the letter. Absolutely it wasn't. So we can see that there, that there are discrepancies between the advice given and uh, the recommendations issued by the government. But the government's job is to lead. The government know that there is an issue uh, with vulnerable workers in meat factories. They know there's an issue in direct provision. They know that there is bound to be an issue on kid, with kids sharing buses. But we just don't know the level of detail yet on how that is going to work. And I think that's causing issues for people. And, you know, the government have to take the advice from Neffert, they have to consider the advice from Neffert. And uh, as members of NEFIT have said, they have to balance that against the the total job of government. You know, so that's to balance all our our health, safety, and welfare and to ensure that we can uh, return and resume some form of economic activity and do it safely. But while workers are unsafe at work, I think that's what we needed to hear from Anteak yesterday. You know, not okay, these specific measures, but I think sure. we needed to hear what the plans are uh, in relation to vulnerable uh, uh, workers. So we need to see more Health and Safety Authority inspectors. Okay. We need to see an end to announced inspections. I mean, if an inspection is announced, as, as someone said to me the other day, like if you know you're having visitors, you are going to make a special effort to tidy up. They're not going to necessarily see you uh, in the way that you are normally. Uh, so if the, the, the workers know, or if the employers know, and the owners know that the inspectors are coming well then i don't think they're going to get a true picture so we need an end to announced inspections we need more inspectors in the in the health and safety authority so th- these are the kind of things i wanted to hear from auntie yesterday and, and they were absent unfortunately
2: okay did the COVID 19 iraq this committee have any input whatsoever into the announcements made yesterday
0: well that's the unfortunate thing you see we heard last week from representatives from the uh, workers working in the meat factories and we heard from representatives from uh, migrant workers and also uh, we heard about the situation in direct provision. So it's clear that while we are putting information into the public domain, we are asking the questions that, that evidence now exists, that it wasn't taken on board, because if they had been listening to uh, what happened at the committee, then we would have had, I think, a response in relation to those areas where we have specific issues regarding clusters, and where it's been known for a very, very long time because of the, the nature of the, the work, say, in food processing plants, because it's loud, because the temperature is low, that it is a place where you know transmission is going to be an issue. But we didn't hear anything from them. And likewise, uh, direct provision, you know, Antishek is saying no more than six visitors to your home from three households how can you control who's who's beside you in a dormitory style uh, accommodation, indirect provision if you have to share a room with strangers how can you control that if you have to share a kitchen. Okay, uh, but just just let me
2: stop you there. What, 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 you
0: can't control that.
2: Yeah, but if you were the Taoiseach or you were the Minister for Health, how, how would you address, we'll say, the potential spread of COVID 19 in direct provision? What would you do? Do you take everybody out of direct provision and put them into fresh accommodation and isolate them, or do you leave it as it is in the hope that the virus won't spread? What would you do?
0: Okay, first thing you need to do is you need to ensure that you have your test trace and isolation in isolation place so that when there is an outbreak you can identify it quickly, you can deal with it quickly. Second thing you need to do is you need to provide additional accommodation for people so that they're not sleeping on top of each other and they're not sharing utensils and they're given a choice to be able to physically distance uh, when they are sharing space with strangers. I mean, there's a range of things that could have been done and the same applies to uh, to the meat factories, the same applies to other impacted areas or other areas where it is going to be difficult to maintain a physical distance. Well, then you need to have that test trace and isolation in place. And we didn't hear anything from the Taoiseach yesterday. Likewise, I would like to see uh, unannounced inspections happen at direct provision centres to a much, much greater extent. But when people are in a situation where they can't physically distance from each other, but they at the same time are being told that you can't have any more than six visitors from three households come together. That's a contradiction. So how are those people expected to follow the advice? So what you need to do is you need to talk to organisations like um, Massai, like the, the, the Movement of Asylum Seekers in Ireland, like the Irish Council for Civil Liberties, you need to talk to these organisations on how best to address the needs of the residents, well, well, so, saying. sure.
2: But on that very point, you talked there about the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. They are, if you like, objecting to the plan whereby the Gardaí will be given new powers, and albeit I presume there'll be emergency powers, they won't be forever. Whereby the Gardaí can knock on people's doors and check if there's a house party on, and basically say, "Okay, guys and girls, out of here," because there's a the potential to spread the virus. They're opposed to this. There's people dying. Surely the ICC have made a wrong call on this?
0: But well, I think what we need to see is the detail on this because uh, the Taoiseach did announce yesterday that there would be additional powers for Gardaí. My understanding was that they were to inspect uh, workplaces, um, but apparently it is the intention that it would go further than that. In order for it to go any further than that, it would need uh, it would, the legislation would need to be passed in the Dáil. And This is, again, what I mean about the contradiction. So on announced measures that are going to uh, be in place until the 13th of September, he talked about additional powers for the Gardaí But we haven't got a dull meeting scheduled until the 14th. So the additional powers, if they are to require legislation, and again, I haven't (coughs) seen the full details, if they are to require legislation, that legislation can't come in until a full day after the measures are supposed to have expired so again, it's confusion. And where there is confusion, uh, you know, people find it hard to follow the rules. So what I would be saying to the Taoiseach is come out and tell us exactly what it is you, that you think the powers that the Guardian need. The, are the Guardian looking for them? What is the intention? How is it going to be done? And if the Guardian need additional powers, and if additional powers are needed in order to ensure that we can protect the health, safety and welfare of citizens, well, then absolutely we should have that debate and we should uh, we should come together and we should, uh, you know, pass the law if it is deemed necessary. However, at the moment what we have, again, is more confusion because we don't know what it is that they're looking to give the the okay. parent
2: to do. Okay, just finally and very, very briefly Louise, um, you were basically saying there that the COVID-19 this committee hasn't been listened to. One might argue, what is the point in having a COVID-19 this committee when there's already a subcommittee within Cabinet? It looks as if that whatever you discuss uh, in the committee rooms of Leinster House, it's being completely ignored, regardless of the advice or the recommendations you make, is it time, for example, for the government either to listen to you or simply abandon the COVID-19 Oireachtas Committee?
0: The COVID-19 Oroctor's Committee uh, performs a very valuable function because we have the opportunity in public, in full uh, public view, to question and to bring information into the public domain. It's a matter for the government and for the government parties. And can I just say, Ken, I'm very disappointed that the government couldn't find from among all of their ranks, the three parties, they couldn't find one single person who would come on and debate this issue with me this morning. I think that's very, very regrettable. But I'd say it's a tough one to defend because they know themselves the the view has been very, very confusing. The advice has been confusing for people and I can understand why they'd be reluctant to do it but it's disappointing nonetheless. The COVID committee performed a very important task. In fact, we've requested that uh, the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, come in front of the committee and answer questions because I can tell you parents have a lot of questions, teachers do, SNAs do, all of the people that work in the school, they have questions uh, and representatives of secondary school students have questions as do representatives of third level students. So we need to know uh, from the Minister for education, we need the capacity to be able to question her. If the government chooses to ignore that information that is put in the public domain by the, the COVID committee, that doesn't make that information any less valuable. That's a problem for the government. Right. But for my part and as a member of the committee, I will continue to ask those questions because I think it's right. really, really important.
2: Okay, Louise, I'm going to have to leave it there. And as you did say, uh, we did put in calls to Fiona Fall and Finnegale, their representatives on the COVID-19 Iraq, this committee. So far, nobody has come back to us, uh, but we will be speaking to the Minister for European Affairs and Fianna TD for me, the East Thomas Bourne, just after the 10 o'clock news.
0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible,
1: budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.